You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 18, where we are up to part four in our discussion around active growth in leadership. We hope you get loads out of it and you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Leaders of the Future podcast. My name is Joel from Lift Leaders and with me today is Santa Claus. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. It's his cousin, Julian Clark. His <laughs> <laughs> cousin, uh, cheeky you are. <laughs> yeah, so we're, um, we're in the middle of this wonderful uh, process or this acronym, this series, let's uh, call it, where we are unpacking uh, leadership or measuring leadership and we are deep in the heart. We are in thick in the uh, A letter. Uh, we're talking about active growth and this is where we are. I think this is, is this part four? Is this part four? It could be. It is part yeah, four. It is part four. Yeah. Um, and last time we talked about how Jesus grew in stature. So to to illustrate active growth, we zooming in on the scripture, Luke 2.52, that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all people. So we looked at stature, but today we are discussing that Jesus grew in favor with God. Yeah. Are you, are you favored? Absolutely. Yes. Hallelujah. Um, favored by God, favored by Karina. My wife, Karina. <laughs> I think about it there, didn't I? So I probably paused too long. <laughs> so, I'll get into trouble when she listens to this. Good. No. Um, yeah. So, favor. Now, favor is such a. It's a fascinating word, depending on what corner of. Um, and of course, I'm. I'm talking in this second to you know churchy people. Yeah. Uh, depending on what corner of Christianity you come from, or what denomination, favor has all kinds of connotations. Um, you know, some people interpret uh, favor and in a leadership context, sure, it would be not unusual for some people to equate favor with, um, you know, financial gain or having nice things. I don't know. I'm a parent of two young kids. So I'm not used to having that many nice things at the moment. But um, yeah, favor, I guess, is an interesting word, especially um, in our secular societal context. Uh, Jesus grew in favor with God. What does that mean? What, Julian? I guess on a on a, oh, on. <laughs> what? a deep, deep theological question coming my way. Well, you can, you can, you <laughs> what can does that mean? It. <laughs> <laughs> can you give me a deep exegetical study? Now you can bounce it back to me if you well, want. Uh, yeah. what, are, just, what what are we talking about when we mean or our interpretation of what it means when Jesus grew in favor with God? Is he is Jesus driving a BMW? If he was around uh, today in this day and age, would he be driving a BMW? You are right, though. People think, oh, if I'm favored with God, that means I'll get the best seats in the house. I'll get the right position. I'll the perfect get the, car parking the, spot the, of the shopping yeah, mall. Things will go well with me, all that kind of stuff. And listen, I'm not here to say whether there's truth in that or not, but I personally don't think that that's what this is referring to in this sense. This it is obviously about goes deeper than that. Those Absolutely. things are good. God can do those things. That's fine. 
Yeah, but if we're thinking, does. if we're thinking that in keeping my relationship right with God, that means he, you know, he'll open up all the doors and I'll have the best opportunities and I'll get the best jobs and the best title and I'll get paid really well and all that kind of stuff. Then I, I do seriously think we're missing the point. For me, you know, favor, favor with God is about, it's about living under the grace of God. It's about being in right relationship with him and living that life out consistently, consistently walking with God every day regardless of whether it's a good day or a not so good day i've made a decision to walk with god and that's what i do yeah without without a doubt yeah all i was going to say was to finish that was i'm positioning myself then aren't i to be blessed yeah because i know i'm in right relationship with god and that's the best place to be for blessing um and hey what happens then isn't necessary isn't just my doing then it's god's steps being worked out in my life definitely i think um the the greatest blessing if we want to talk about favor and i know you always accuse me of showing off julian but you know what this word means come on no you you knew this too but hey look i'll i'll take the show off card again why not that in in the in the greek in that scripture the word where we see favor is is charis or charis, however you want to pronounce it. That ba- that basically just means grace. Yeah. And um, at at the heart of uh, favor is grace, and the greatest grace or the greatest blessing, the best favor we could possibly have is is the presence of God in our lives. Above above all else, that is the the greatest things that we will the greatest thing that we will ever experience as as Christians and as leaders. Punctum, as they would yes. say in Danish. And I just need to say to everyone who's listening, okay, the reason why Joel keeps showing up is because he's got a new piece of software on his on his computer that's oh, helping am him. I de- am I detecting some jealousy there? <laughs> this, am I favourite? Just check this word before we go and record and uh, see what the software says. No, I'm, only, I'm messing with you. But, well, he's I'm, jealous, everybody. <laughs> just ask for more favour. <laughs> so, but no grace we need grace upon grace isn't it that's what we need yeah the the greatest blessing is that um we get to have god's presence in our lives and what what does the bible say when we have god's presence in his presence there is fullness of joy uh yes. you know of course god is god is god god is loving and god is uh all things good and he also says that he will withhold no good thing uh, to his children. So it's not its not like we're saying that, oh, okay, oh, favor. I guess it's all the boring things. No, no. It's, what we're <laughs> trying to say is, is that, um, that favor with God really is about um, being close to him. And it's yeah. so much, so much deeper and so much richer in its... Um, everything <laughs> than just simply um possessions or good luck you know god's not a good luck charm no and jesus was you know it says that he grew in wisdom stature and favor with god and this is these were his formative years so mm. there would have been there would have been practices in there that he was doing as a young jewish boy that would have been teaching him about god um, obviously, he he is God, so you know it's it's an interesting kind of <laughs> discussion to have. But um, 
he would have still gone through those practices. He would have gone to the temple. He would have heard the readings. He would have he would have learned the scripture, um, and done those things as part of it. But he was also growing up as a normal lad, working for his dad. You know, probably taking over the business uh, when Joseph died. Um, so, you know, it's just because we oh, he, of course he grew in favor with God because he was God. You know, no, no, no. I think there were things that he was doing, and he continued to do um in his ministry years as well you know he went off on his own to spend time with his father he wanted to know what his heavenly father wanted him to do he kept that relationship right so that then his relationships with others would be right and he'd know how to respond and how to behave when people confronted him so if it works for jesus then i absolutely believe it works for us that the most important thing we can do as young leaders is keep our relationship with God in the best order possible, <laughs> if, that's, if that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and even, even on the other side of, say, order, um, there are times as a leader and a developing young leader, you will feel like you have to make decisions that will not win you favor with some people. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the other thing. And this is why it's so important for us to be close to God and to, in a sense, tangibly feel that favor of God or that relationship, the connection with God. Because there are many times and, you know, spoiler alert, there are some times where we might feel a bit lonely. We might, we might feel, you know, we might feel like the decisions we have to make is hard doing things in the best interests of people sometimes is about making decisions that they don't like. And so having that, um, that foundation and that, that platform of knowing that you've, got the favor of God experiencing that that walk that closeness with God that is what is going to sustain you and um, help you keep moving on when you when you have to do the things that leaders need to do yeah so I've got a question then all right I'll throw one at you since you throw threw me the deep theological one um, it, to young leaders who are listening to this and we're going through these letters and you, I, I get the one, you know, you talked about wisdom. I get that growing wisdom. That makes sense. I know. I think I'd have worked out how to do that. Even growing in stature and what that meant. I think I got that. Okay. So how do I grow in the favor of God? How can I, how can I do that? Right. And I know we've probably touched on some stuff, but are there some practical things that I could be doing as a young leader that would help me grow in favor with God? No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Uh, are there some practical things? Well, yeah, like we just like we just said, um, being being with God, like spending time with Him, like and like I said, being spending time in His presence. I think that's that's a that's a no brainer. That's first and foremost. I, I have this teaching um, I, I use with young people about, um, walking with Jesus. Cause that's, that's really the privilege we have as leaders, um, is to, to walk with Jesus. And, um, I, I just have three simple thoughts about walking with Jesus, or you could say, you know, having favor with God. And the first, the first thing is taking a stand. Um, what, what that means is, and I use the analogy that you can't walk when you're sitting down, but you can't walk when you're laying down, you actually have to stand up, uh, in order to start moving. And that's about making the decision, making a choice. Okay, well, I will own what I believe and I will take a stand and um, uh, I, will, I will start to walk. So that's, 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 for me, that's the first thing. Take a stand and own, 
own your beliefs as a leader and and keep yep. taking a stand for what you believe is right and the second thing is watch where you step um so when you walk with jesus if we take our eyes off him and if we take our eyes off some of the things maybe he's asked us to do or um some of our focuses we can start walking in the wrong direction and that never leads into uh you know good scenarios so watching where you step always just taking it day by day with him which leads yep. into the third step i think if we want to have faith with with god and that is to follow in his footsteps so to be more like christ and to live like christ and if christ enjoyed the favor of god what he did is he what he did is he just followed the steps that god asked him to take and he expects us to follow the same steps and to walk like Jesus walked. And those are just some simple things I think about walking with him and having his favor is to take a stand, which is making a decision, watch where you step and follow in his footsteps. Uh, that's amazing. And, and they are, I say achievable is perhaps not the right way to think about it, but they are, they're doable, aren't they really? Yeah. But it is a decision on my part as a leader to, to do that, you know, we can have great intentions of I'm going to do my best in my relationship with God, but actually you're in doing, in breaking it down into those things you've made, I think you've made it very doable for people. It's not what, something doesn't need to be far off. What about you, Julian? Oh, Oh, uh, listen, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to take away from the three things you've said. I, I know before we started recording, I, I shared some stuff, you know, for me, they would be similar, you know, um, seek the supernatural, you know, for me, one of, one of the verses for me has always been Matthew six thirty three. you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is basically right standing with him. And all these things that are them, those things mentioned in the preceding verses will be added unto you. You know, your heavenly father knows what you have need of. Uh, and Hebrews 11 verse six, that says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm. So, you know, seek after God. Um, and so that's really, really important. Um, you know, work on your character. In other words, what's going on in here in your heart um, and who you are as a person. And that comes out of the fact that you're seeking God first um, and allowing him to work on you. Um, improve your personal prayer life. You know, Jesus was so keen to hear what his heavenly father um, wanted him to do. Mm. And so he went off and, like I said before, spent time with him. He wanted to mm. hear from God. And I think we want to hear from God, but we don't want to spend time away from other things to hear from God. So you've got to, we've got to, um, yeah, lift our game. I think in regards to personal prayer and taking time out to hear what God wants to actually say to us, and just be consistent in those things. Mm. You know, stay planted, keep going, like you said, keep keep walking, keep walking. You know, and I think those things, they're not pizzazzy. I think that's possibly the the challenge consistency is not a sexy word it's not but <laughs> it is what gets you from a to b and onwards isn't it one it's one step at a time that's how you get there it and it's doesn't it's not saying that it can't be fun and it can't be enjoyable but some days it is just a step because the day mm. is a slog and things are difficult totally. other days it's more of a skip and a dance. And obviously that's what I imagine you do most days in your Christian skip, walk. It's skip and a dance. It's a skip and a dance. <laughs> that's asking for some kind of injury if I was doing that. I, I would say if consistency is not a sexy word, when, when we know what consistency brings, consistency yes. brings momentum and momentum is everything. Momentum is your best yeah. friend in leadership and in ministry. So 
I would actually challenge my own statement of that and say that when you know what consistency does, it's a very sexy word. And consistency is important. If you like cake, I mean, I like cake. Cake is my weakness. Um, Where is this going? Well, no, you need the right consistency, don't you? Oh, we we always find a way to get food into this. To, you to make a your, decent cake. You're talking about your Victoria sponge. I am, yes. <laughs> So consistency is important. Nobody wants a like a stodgy cake, do they? A stodgy cake. Oh, <laughs> you've ruined me. You've ruined. Uh, so there you go. Be consistent, and you won't have a stodgy relationship with God. Yeah, there's, a, there's this saying. I was just thinking while we were talking. There's this saying. I use it sometimes just to be cheeky. But this whole thing around favor ain't fair. Um, I don't know if you heard that saying, but in a way, being in and it's it was actually. Uh, brought about after your point about being in prayer, improving our prayer life, because in a way your favor isn't prayer. Uh, uh, favor isn't prayer. <laughs> it was the cake you got me. No, uh, favor isn't fair, um, because when we are praying and when we are with God, He speaks to us, and He gives us guidance, and He 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 gives us really what we need to lead day in day out, and that really is an advantage over everything over every adversity over every challenge over every conflict or whatever having the the day in day out leading um and the the uh, infilling of god every day that's really it sets you up for an unfair advantage over the enemy and uh over all those obstacles yeah i like that i like that thought that i have an unfair advantage yeah he does have i mean i'm his favorite so you know he does favor me yeah more than anybody else yeah uh, correct and, but i'm sure you probably say the same so you know exactly <laughs> no I, it's to be honest this is probably one of those things that is just it's a fundamental foundational probably a better word actually mm. aspect of of leadership particularly obviously for christian leaders to be consistent in and to stick with if you've made the decision to follow jesus then you know this is not a a one day one year decision this is a lifetime decision so you want to lead for him then you've got to build that consistency in that relationship and that positions you for favor i really believe that 100 percent Thanks again for listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast. We hope that you feel empowered and have been inspired to step into greater things in your leadership journey. If you don't want to miss out on the upcoming episodes, why don't you hit subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast on and we'd love to stay connected via social media, whether it's in Lift Leaders or The 19 Project. And until we get to be together again, God bless.